Welcome to Rams Up. This is an L.A. Rams podcast. We'll touch on other SoCal sports news of merit, but it's mostly about the Rams here. Thank you for joining us. You can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com and visit our website at laramsup.com. And please don't forget, subscribe and give us that five-star rating. We really appreciate it. Let's get to it. Welcome, Ram fans, to episode 21 of Rams Up, your L.A. Rams podcast. What's in store this episode? We'll open up with our NFL Rams and SoCal News Roundup. And we're going to drop in on the San Francisco 49ers. Two weeks ago, it was the Arizona Cardinals. Last week, the Seattle Seahawks. On to the 49ers. How did they do last year? What changes have they made? And how are they looking for 2021? Keeping up on all of our divisional rivals. And we also have our fearsome four questions this week. And I also wanted to take a moment to mention that there's some big changes coming for our podcast in the next week or so. It will hopefully be transparent to you. If you have trouble finding us, we haven't gone away. We're still here. Just some technical changes behind the scenes. But business as usual. And then down the road in a couple months, some significant changes, and that's why these technical changes are taking place now. Enough of that. Rams news. Andrew Whitworth announcing that this is probably his last year. Tried to figure out what the cap relief on that would be. I think it's somewhere between 5 and $7 million. Be nice to cap off his career with a Super Bowl, huh? We almost forgot Isaac Bruce inducted into the Hall of Fame last year. Well, sort of. They never had a ceremony, and that is scheduled for August 7th this year. Remember, all those ceremonies were canceled last year due to the pandemic. So that's something to look forward to. Maybe he'll use a speech to give a plug to his former teammate, Tory Holt. That would be nice. I saw Maurice Jones-Drew rate it each team's starting running back, 1 through 32. Cam Akers came in at 14th. I think that's fair. That's a fair ranking. I think if you just looked at the second half of the season last year, he would probably be higher, but he did come on slow, partly because he was sharing with Daryl Henderson and partly because he got banged up a couple of times. 14th overall out of the 32 starting quarterbacks. That's a fair assessment. Those new uniforms were leaked. Maybe. We're never sure what to make of those, but if what I saw is accurate, I kind of liked it. We'll have to see where that goes. It was just the jersey that I saw, and it was pretty slick looking. I could see it matching the yellow pants and their current helmet very well. They're going to make that official sometime before training camp, apparently. If you haven't heard, the Kurt Warner biopic is scheduled for a December release. Zachary Levi playing Warner. He's appeared in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and Shazam, among others. Anna Packin playing Brenda Warner. She was one of the stars of True Blood. Dennis Quaid as Vermeil. Chance Kelly as Mike Martz. And O.J. Keith Simpson as Marshall Falk. Simeon Castile, a former Bengal cornerback, will play Isaac Bruce. 
Now, granted, these movies usually don't turn out to be all that great, but I think it's one I'm going to have to see. That's going to be unavoidable. I will definitely check it out. And one last NFL note, the Steelers have signed kicker Sam Sloman, the former Ram draft pick. SoCal Sports Roundup, Trevor Bauer in a heap of trouble. He's one of the hot-button issues at the end of this podcast. It was kind of cool, Champ Peterson getting a World Series medal from the Dodgers. You remember Champ is Jock Peterson's brother that has Down syndrome. He was a mainstay in that Dodger dugout at times. That's kind of cool. I'd like to see that. Dodgers swept two from the Giants and then swept the Nationals. They seem to be getting things into gear again. They just need the Giants to lose one or two, and they'll be in first place. Giants are humming along well. Padres sniffing at both their heels. But they have that Trevor Bauer issue lurking. Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Three Dodgers were named. Three Angels as well. Four Padres. This is the first time in 13 years a Dodger pitcher has not been named to the All-Star Game. That's kind of interesting. And the Clippers. I guess the curse lives after all. That was a gallant effort, though. Got to give Paul George credit. He gave it his all. He's... uh. Clearly an elite player. Couldn't do it all himself, though. Too bad to see. I think with Leonard, they would have won that series and possibly an NBA championship. The Phoenix Suns talk about the reverse of a curse. They got the Lakers without AD. They got the Nuggets without Jamal Murray. They got the Clippers without Leonard. And they could potentially get the Bucks without Giannis being 100%. And if you heard about the Cavender twins at Fresno State, kind of a cool story. Twins Hannah and Haley Cavender, both very good players, averaging 17, 18, 19 points a game, somewhere in that range. They've had joint TikTok and YouTube accounts for quite a while, 3.3 million followers on TikTok. They were two of the first to capitalize on the Supreme Court ruling, and they signed a big marketing agreement with Boost Mobile, and Six Star Pro Nutrition. So it's starting to happen. And it's starting with two twin basketball players at Fresno State. Kind of cool. They're making some big-time money and not losing their college eligibility. Cool to see. So onward with our review of the San Francisco 49ers. And don't forget, check out our Fearsome Four questions at the end of this episode. We're going to continue our spin around the NFC West. Last week, we checked in on the Seattle Seahawks. The week before, we checked in on the Arizona Cardinals. This week, let's take a look at the San Francisco 49ers. What did they do last season? Is their arrow pointing up or down for the 2021 season? What changes have they made? What are their weaknesses? What are their strengths? And by the way, next week, we are going to do the same for the Los Angeles Rams. I will take as an unbiased look as I am capable of, give them the same treatment. Is the arrow pointing up or down for the Rams? You probably can guess how that's going to go. 
What concerns should Ram fans have and what should Ram fans be excited about? But this week, let's focus on the Niners. Kyle Shanahan returns for his fifth year as head coach. You know, we kind of have this idea that the Niners have been a dominant team under Shanahan. They're actually only 29-35 and 35 with just one winning season the year they went to the Super Bowl. Last year, of course, we can give them a mulligan with all those injuries, which we'll talk about shortly. Overall, the Niners have been pretty mediocre record-wise, but I think they're an excellent team as they enter the 2021 season. Their defensive coordinator last year, Robert Sala, who will not be returning, offensive coordinator. Basically, Shanahan runs the offense there. Last year, 6-10, fourth in the West. Their season was really defined by two three-game losing streaks. They lost three in a row to Seattle, Green Bay, and New Orleans. And then, again, another three-game losing streak, Buffalo, Washington, and Dallas. Those losses to Washington and Dallas, the most painful of all, I think. And the other thing that really defined their season was all those injuries. We'll get into that a little bit later here. They did sweep the Rams, though. They went 2-0 against the Rams. They got swept by the Seahawks, and they split with the Arizona Cardinals. They had three pro bowlers, Kyle Juzik, the fullback, their great offensive tackle, Trent Williams, and middle linebacker Fred Warner, who I think is one of the top players in the league, starting to get some recognition for just that. He was also all pro. Great linebacker, continues a long line of great 49er linebackers. And by the way, his little brother is a Rams undrafted free agent. Statistically, last year as a team, they were middle of the pack offense, 370 yards per game, a little bit better as a rushing team than passing. A lot of that has to do with the fact that they used four quarterbacks last year, revolving door injuries, backups getting in there. Their defense still performed very well, sixth ranked defense in yards per game, fourth against the rush, seventh against the pass. Got to give them kudos for that. But it's all about the injuries for the Niners last year. It was just an avalanche of injuries up and down that roster. Good players, star players, backup players. Everybody was going down. Entering a week nine Thursday night football game against the Packers, the Niners had approximately $80 million worth of salary tied up with players that were on injured reserve. At one time, they had 22 players out due to injuries. And this included George Kittle, Jimmy Garoppolo, Debo Samuel, Raheem Mostert, both backup running backs, Tevin Coleman and Jeff Wilson, Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas, D. Ford, Richard Sherman, Ezekiel Anza. They are all out at one time or another. Per Football Outsider, the 2020 49ers had the second most injuries of any NFL team over the past 20 years. Their players missed a total of 161 games due to injuries. So when Niner fans tell you, hey, last year we were just socked by injuries, they're not exaggerating. And I'm not trying to make excuses for the 49ers. Why would I, as a Rams fan? Just stating the facts here. You actually got to give them credit for winning six games and sweeping the Rams, given the barrage of injuries. Statistical leaders, well, at quarterback, it was Nick Mullins with over 2,400 yards, but 
but the four quarterbacks they played combined for over 4,000 yards. So the quarterbacks still produced, just didn't have one that stood out due to the limited number of games they played. Jeff Wilson ended up being the leading rusher, 600 yards. Mostert played only in six games and still had 521 yards. The young wide receiver, Brandon Ayuk, he's a great yards after the catch guy, ended up with 748 yards. Kendrick Bourne and George Kittle both had over 600 yards. Kittle only played in eight games, so that's still producing at a very high level. And Debo Samuel, he only played in seven games. Kerry Hyder led the team with eight and a half sacks, and he will not be returning. But I do not think at the beginning of the season with guys like Nick Bosa and Solomon Thomas and D. Ford on the roster, they expected Hyder to lead the team in that statistical category. And losing Hyder will not be as big a factor as you would think, given that these other guys are coming back from injury. Who did they add this year? Well, the big addition is the rookie quarterback, Trey Lance. When will he play? We do not know, but I think he's going to be a thorn in the Rams' side for many years. Looks like he's the real deal. They added former Ram defensive lineman Samson Ebukan. They added linebacker Nathan Gary. Center Alex Mack. He's a stud offensive lineman getting up there in years, but he's a solid addition. I suspect they want him to deal with Aaron Donald twice a year. They added wide receiver Mohamed Sanu, who will provide some depth and experience. Safety Tavon Wilson and defensive lineman Arden Key. They also added running back Wayne Gallman. So it's not necessarily a big eye-opening free agent signing there, but they obviously added some guys that are going to help and the big one, quarterback Trey Lance. The departure is still unsigned at this time. Ziggy Ansah and Richard Sherman, neither of them appear to be coming back. Tevin Coleman and Kendrick Bourne are still unsigned, as is Jared McKinnon. And Hyder, we already mentioned, their leader in sacks. And Akello Witherspoon has left and is signed with the Seahawks. He looks to be a starter with the Seahawks. And defensive lineman Solomon Thomas has signed with the Raiders. I would say that it has been a net loss in free agency for the 49ers. But they'll be okay. They still have a very solid roster up and down. So what are five reasons that you should be up on the 49ers? If you're a Niner fan, what five things indicate the arrow is pointing up for your team? Well, number one is Trey Lance, the quarterback. Got to be excited about him. Again, he may not play for several games, possibly even the whole season. I suspect he'll take over at some point this year, but that's certainly something to be excited about, even if he doesn't get in until late in the year. Have him on your roster. Got to be excited. Number two, well, all those guys coming back from injury. I mean, that's just a gigantic boost for this team. No more injuries, please, although they've already started to suffer a few. But winning six games with all those guys gone, everybody coming back, got to be excited if you're a 49er fan. Number three, they get that last place schedule. Has a team this good ever got to play the last place schedule? Probably not. As an example, 
The Rams will be playing the Giants, Bucks, and Ravens. The draw for the 49ers will be the Eagles, Falcons, and Bengals. Now, that's a heck of an advantage. The Bucks and Ravens for the Rams both be very difficult games, obviously. Meanwhile, the Niners are playing the Falcons and Bengals, a good team that should be two wins. What's the fourth indicator that the arrow is pointing up? How about the fact that they have a bunch of elite players on this team? Between Trent Williams, George Kittle, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Jason Verrett. Verrett, by the way, is one of the most underrated cornerbacks in the league, in my opinion. Gave the Rams wide receivers fits. There's just a bunch of talented guys on this team. Got to be excited about that. And the fifth thing, well, if I'm a 49er fan, I'm thinking, you know what? The Seahawks are probably going to take a step back this year. And you know what? I I think the Rams D is going to take a step back this year. And the Cardinals, I don't think they're really that good. The guys that they have added are older players, aging players, whose best years are behind them. I'm not that concerned about the Cardinals. If I'm a 49er fan, I'm thinking the rest of these teams are either staying the same or possibly getting worse. This might be our time. Now, likewise, are there five things to be concerned about if you're a 49er fan? Well, the most obvious one is the loss of Robert Sala as defensive coordinator. I see him as the heart and soul of that great defense on the sideline, getting those guys pumped up. Seems to know his X's and O's. That defense has been top-notch his entire time there, and now he's gone. And who do they have replacing him? D'Amico Ryans. His first gig as a DC. He could turn out to be very good at his job, but still, if you're a Niner fan, you have to, in the back of your mind, be worrying about that. Is the leadership there not quite what it used to be? And is this defense going to take a step back because of it? What else to be concerned about there? Number two, is there going to be a quarterback controversy? That could really tear a locker room apart. It could put a lot of pressure on Jimmy if it starts to build. could cost him a game or two. And then maybe they put in Trey Lance before he's really ready. Quarterback controversies can be a good thing, but they can also be an extremely harmful thing to a locker room and to a team. So that's something I would be concerned about if I was a Niner fan. Number three, the return of those injuries. And we've already seen that. The Niners suffered three significant injuries during OTAs, and Kyle Shanahan actually canceled the OTAs at that point and said, enough of this. I don't want to rerun. I don't want to see the sequel. Let's break camp. Get out of here before anyone else gets hurt. So is it just in their heads? Is it a cultural thing or a training room thing where this team just cannot stay healthy? Number four, the fourth thing to be concerned about, the 49ers travel more miles than any other team in the NFL this season. That's not usually a really big deal. Rams are usually at the top of that list as well, and they are. I think they're fourth or fifth. And the West Coast teams seem to have been able to overcome that, but still, it's not a good thing. Can't be a good thing. The fifth thing I'd be worried about is, last year, The 49ers are one of the best in the league in two incredibly important categories. One, third down defense, and two, 
red zone offense. And that can be the mark of a really good team, but it's also something that's very difficult to continue from year to year. If the 49ers struggle next year in third down defense, which is which isn't that far-fetched given that they have a new D.C., so you have to ask yourself if you're a 49er fan, how are we going to do if our third down defense isn't what it was last year? And how are we going to do if our red zone offense isn't one of the best in the league next year? These are just the type of stats that I don't think a team can count on from year to year. If they struggle in these two areas, could be the difference between a win or two. So got to be a little concerned about that. These last two are not really big concerns, to be quite honest. Those first three after that, I was kind of scratching and clawing, trying to think of something that I would be concerned about if I was a 49er fan, these last two. Take them with a grain of salt. Where do I see the Niners finishing? Well, second place and then FC West, of course. I think they're the second best team. They're going to give the Rams a run for their money, though. I got to get in the mode of predicting records against a 17-game schedule. I think I've called out teams going 11-5 and and 10-6. and There's 17 games this year, so I got to remember that. I apologize for my previous mistakes. If I did that, I'm not even sure. My prediction for the Niners would be an 11-6 and or 10-7 and record somewhere in there. But they're a dangerous team, most likely a playoff team. Ram Niner games should be a lot of fun. Some four questions are back. Some of them relating to some news items. Fearsome question one. Should Reggie Bush get his Heisman Trophy back? This has been in the news recently. Relates to the Supreme Court ruling that we mentioned earlier. Can NCAA athletes gain financially without sacrificing their eligibility? Remember Bush was canned by the NCAA, and he gave his trophy back to the Heisman Committee. Now, I don't think the NCAA should necessarily reinstate him, which is what it's going to take, according to the Heisman Committee, for him to get his trophy back. I say, give him his trophy back. Forget about the NCAA. Discount what they're going to do. Reggie deserves his trophy handed over. Here's some question two. Should Shaw Curry Richardson be allowed to run in the Olympics? If you remember, she was the sprinter who tested positive for marijuana and was told, you're staying home, no Olympics for you. It's time for the Olympic Committee to get with the times, get rid of this rule, and in Richardson's case, get rid of it retroactively and let her run. By the way, Richardson was smoking pot in Oregon, where it happens to be legal. She'd be in good standing if she had drank a fifth of whiskey instead of smoking a joint, actually. Silly rule, let Richardson run. Fearsome question three. Should the Dodgers have suspended Trevor Bauer before Major League Baseball did? Heck yeah. For those of you 
unaware. Trevor Bauer is being investigated for sexual assault and possibly rape. The Dodger organization has slipped in this regard, in my opinion. One of their ex-players, Dave Stewart, calling them out just today. They should have suspended him administratively as soon as word of this got out. Here's some question four. Who wins the NBA championship? Suns and Bucks go at it. My shy special assistant who knows everything but prefers to remain anonymous says Suns and Six, and so it shall be. That's our four fearsome questions for this episode. Hope you enjoyed them. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach out to us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at ramsup.com. And please subscribe and give us that five-star rating. We really appreciate it. And remember, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.